On this week's episode of Cultivating Her Space. I think one thing to acknowledge is that we are a part of nature. So if you allow nature to transform you and you don't fight with nature and you find your place in nature and you just kind of let it envelop you, then not only will it be transformative, it can be healing. Today's episode is sure to provide you with motivation, inspiration, or a fresh perspective. If you have any aha moments or appreciate anything from this episode, please leave us a review to let us know we're on the right track. Also, we release episodes every Friday, so be sure to subscribe on iTunes and visit cultivatingherspace.com to access our exclusive after show and other bonus content from the Patreon tab. Welcome to Cultivating Her Space, a podcast dedicated to uplifting women like you. We're your hosts, Dr. Dominique Broussard, a college professor and psychologist, and Terry Lomax, a techie and motivational speaker. In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be. Hey, lady. It's Dr. Dom here from the Cultivating Her Space podcast. Are you currently a resident of the state of California? and contemplating starting your therapy journey? Well, if so, please reach out to me at drdominiquebroussard.com. That's D-R-D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E-B-R-O-U-S-S-A-R-D.com to schedule a free 15-minute consultation. I look forward to hearing from you. All right, lady, today we have a very special guest in Cultivating Her Space. Toyin Ajayi is the founder of Outdoorsy Black Women. Outdoorsy Black Women is a community to cultivate representation and exploration in the context of love of nature and the outdoors. When Toyin realized that she had trouble connecting with other Black women and the activities that she has grown to love, she chose to pioneer space and opportunity. In addition to creating the Outdoorsy Black Women platform, Toyin also purchased an RV and plans to travel all around the country to Black-owned campgrounds, farms, and businesses conducting interviews and showcasing the life of a nomadic Black woman. You can check out her platform, outdoorsyblackwomen.com to learn more. Toyin, that is so dope. <laughs> thank so you. Cool. We're thank so cool. We're so glad to have you here. And thank you for having me. I'm, I'm really excited. I think even with the current uh, climate with housing and all of that, nomadic living has become something that more people are interested in. So I feel really blessed to be in that space to be able to help other Black women with that journey too. Well, we are so excited for this conversation. And so we are going to dive in with our quote of the day. Now, Toyin, your this quote will sound familiar to you because these are your words. And <laughs> yes, and it'll help ground us for this discussion that we're going to have today. So, Toyin, your words are, oftentimes Black women are told that certain outdoor activities aren't made for us. And that's just not true. Absolutely. <laughs> so, Toyin, when you hear your words, and like you said, that it's it's true. 
that this is what we're told and it's fault. It's a, it's a fallacy. And so when you think about the work that you're doing with outdoorsy black women, what comes up for you hearing this quote? To be honest with you, I think what's been coming up more lately as the community grows is just knowing that this space is much needed. And when I hear women, Black women coming to me and saying, I've never hiked before and I've been looking for the right place to do it where I would feel safe and them wanting to join us on some of our monthly hikes in different states. It lets me know that just as much as I was seeking that community, they're seeking this outdoorsy Black women community too. That is so interesting. I do want to ask you to something because I know years ago I did a ropes course and one of the one of the tasks that we had to do was like climb from one big like huge log to the next and it was so scary. But I remember talking to some of my black friends about it and they were like, girl, that's white people stuff. And it made me think, I'm like, I feel like our ancestors were so in tune with nature. Like our ancestors were aligned with nature. So how the hell do we get to the point where white, because when you think about white people, I know the white people that I typically work with, they go camping. They're all about Mm -hmm. hiking and being in nature. And it's like, how did that get flip-flopped? We probably all know how that happened. But Toyn, is there anything that you can share with us around how that the roles kind of became reversed there? You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's such an interesting thing because I, I feel like as people, we're starting to reconnect with our roots more and getting back to nature. And I'm so happy to see it happening. But a lot of the reasons why Black people are not as comfortable in the outdoors is just historically based. And to be quite honest with you, I don't blame us for having our reservations. But like you said, we started out camping. We were nomads. We were cowboys and cowgirls. Like some of the first cowboys were Black people and Black men. Some of the first park rangers were Black people, the Buffalo soldiers. So We've always done this, but then the terminology starts changing. At the end of the day, let's be real. White people came along and told us that, that our ways were savage and that they weren't refined. And then all of a sudden, you know, you fast forward and things become what we were already doing back in the day. Now it's primitive camping. And, you know, so I think we can't forget the the context of history and why we're not as comfortable in the outdoors. I wouldn't say afraid because obviously a lot of us are doing it, but we aren't as comfortable when you start looking at how slaves were treated and going off into the woods, what, you know, enslaved people may have, have dealt with or encountered. When you start to look at the different economic differences and, and systemic ways that we are also being held, held from experiencing the outdoors, These are all factors as to why you don't see as many people in the outdoors. When you buy an RV, it's not like buying a car. It's a recreational purchase. Same thing for boats. And as we all know, the system is not built for Black people to enjoy these things. Also, when you start talking about recreation, if you already have a community that is trying to work hard to get forward with finances those extra things aren't considered in your finances as necessary. So with Outdoorsy Black Women, one of the things that I'm working to do is create opportunities that are affordable and thinking about how we can have those recreational experiences in an affordable way and an accessible way. 
and in a way that we feel safe to experience these things together. All right. So much (laughs) knowledge that was just dropped in that and so many gems that were just dropped in that. And I do want to circle back to them. But before we circle back to some of those, I want to backtrack a little bit, Toyin. And, you know, Terry read your bio and did. She always does an amazing job introducing folks. But I want I'm curious about from your perspective, in your own words, like what is your origin story? What was your journey to becoming the founder of Outdoorsy Black Women? I've always felt comfortable in the outdoors and it's my place of peace. I think when it comes to starting a community like Outdoorsy Black Women, yes, it's fun to go hiking and it's fun to go skydiving. But another thing for me is I'm a person who deals with manic depression and anxiety. And so I've always found that when I'm in the outdoors, it helps my mental health. And so it's another way of giving back to my community and my sisters and giving us a way, another outlet to help us with our mental health issues, as well as keeping us healthy physically, mentally, emotionally, and having that sisterhood. So I think there's a lot of factors in my origin story. I grew up in England. I'm, I'm from London, England, half Nigerian, half Ghanaian, raised in Atlanta. So I'm a multicultural peach. I know, right? <laughs> and so when I grew up, they, my aunt had a really big garden and I spent a lot of time in the garden planting flowers, just being in nature and fully immersed. And I, like I said, I've always felt peace. So I think when you grow up and you get into the rat race and you're paying bills, it's easy to to become disconnected from the outdoors. But as time went on, I started feeling a pull that was telling me that I needed to get back into outdoor spaces and reconnect and get rid of some of the noise so that I could feel more at peace and, and that my mental health would be much better. And with that desire, I decided, okay, well, maybe I'll try van life, which eventually became RV life. Once the pandemic came, it was kind of like a reminder that life is too short. If there's something you want to do and you have a bucket list, why not now? Because I know if y'all can think back to 2019, none of us could have been prepared for what was coming. And so many, I remember everybody's like, oh, 2020, I'm gonna be hot girl summer. I'm gonna be traveling. I'm gonna do do my thing. Like y'all remember? And Uh 2020 came and we were in the house. And I just started thinking, I'm like, I could never have thought we would be in a plague in my lifetime. Like, this type of like global pandemic. And I, I just thought about it. I said, look, this is the time for me to go ahead and get my RV and start this adventure and this journey. And that was really thinking about that. And, and again, if you remember during 2020, we were also dealing with elections. So I noticed the trend with other Black people being very on edge in the camping and outdoor community because people started asking questions. Where am I going to feel safe? Like, are there campgrounds that I could go to and not have to worry about my safety? Sundown towns became conversations again. I mean, people started learning about sundown towns because they hadn't had to think about this for so long that that became a conversation that was revisited. So as I started seeing that need for community and 
noticing that when we were asking these questions in mixed spaces, people were gaslighting us. That's where I recognized that we needed a community of our own to ask these real conversations and have these real conversations. All right, lady, it's about that time. Dom and I want to share a few sponsors with you that we believe you'd enjoy. So stay tuned, write down those promo codes, and we'll hop right back into this informative conversation. First up, we have Everywell. When you know more, you can do more. What if you could use science to discover more about your body? Find out what you need for your healthier tomorrow with Everlywell. Everlywell is digital healthcare designed for you, all at an affordable and transparent price. With over 30 at-home lab tests, you'll be able to choose the test that makes the most sense for you to get the answers you need, like the women's health test or food sensitivity test. Here's how it works. Everlywell ships products straight to you with everything needed in one package. To take your at-home lab test, simply collect your sample and use the included prepaid shipping label to mail your test back to a certified lab. Your physician review results get sent to your phone or device in just days. And you can share the results with your primary care physician to help guide next steps. It's so simple, over 1 million people have trusted Everlywell to support their health and wellness goals. And you should too. I took the food sensitivity test, so I plan to change my diet based on what I've learned about my specific food sensitivities. If you want to take action for a healthier tomorrow with Everlywell, they're offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash herspace. That's everlywell.com slash herspace. Lady, you always hear me stress the importance of sleep. Well, a good night's rest requires quality bedding. Thankfully, Brooklinen has you covered, literally, with their best-selling and award-winning bedding designed with light, breathable fabrics to keep you cool all night long. Brooklinen, home of the Internet's favorite sheets, was created in 2014 to give customers luxury, hotel-level home essentials that don't break the bank. You don't just have to take my word for it either. As a matter of fact, Check out Brooklinen's website to read over 100,000 five-star reviews from people all around the world. Yes, you heard that right. They have over 100,000 five-star reviews. So head over to Brooklinen today to keep you cool at home and on the go all summer long. Go to brooklinen.com and use promo code HERSPACE to get $20 off your purchase of $100 or more in free shipping. That's B-R-O-O. K-L-I-N-E-N dot com and enter promo code HERSPACE for $20 off and free shipping. I just love when we, you know, get to hear stories like this twin from Black women who, you know, you said you felt this pull, like something was telling you, like, this is something you need to do. And now you've created this space instead of complaining. I'm sure sometimes in our journey, there's a little bit of complaining, but (laughs) then it's like, okay, what am I going to do about it? And you went and created the community that you deeply desired. I didn't want to be pessimistic, but you brought up about safety. And that was one of the first things that came to mind for me, because I've heard, I'm sure many of us have heard these stories on social media about Black women traveling solo or just Black people traveling anywhere in general across the globe and just not being safe. Are there any particular like best practices or safety Mm -hmm. protocols that you keep in mind or like pro tips you can share with the listeners when you do travel solo? I think the biggest thing is recognizing that just because you're out in the woods doesn't mean you're by yourself. So I think being smart, whether you're in a city or you're in the outdoors, one, follow your intuition 
if your gut is telling you to move, move. Some people carry guns and, and weapons. And if that makes you comfortable, just make sure you have the right education to have those things with you. If you're a person, you're a nomad like me and you're traveling state to state, make sure you're aware of the laws of each state that you're traveling to. Because just because one state is okay with you having that gun without a license, with or without a license, the next state may not be. So self-defense courses are important as women. I think that we should have them, again, whether you live in the city or not. And letting people that you have back home know where you are constantly. So I think like with me, I have my location shared with multiple people, friends, my godmother, you know, different people. So letting your loved ones know where you are. And then another one that most people don't think about, but as a nomad that I have to think about is following the weather and being really on top of the weather. Because again, I never thought had to think about it that much when you're in sticks and bricks, as we call it. But when you're going place to place, you have to kind of keep up with the radar because if a tornado is coming or even a really bad hailstorm, you need to know where you, you can go for safety. Beautiful. <laughs> Thank wow. You. Yes. I, <laughs> I appreciate how you covered safety from multiple angles. Because that looks, it does look different for each of us, right? And where yeah. and where we're traveling, and what and what you might have access to. It just it it makes me think of like so many different things that we take for granted in mm. our day to day life. And so I'm wondering, you know, you mentioned it in your quote that there are in the quote of the day, right? That there are certain outdoor activities that people think aren't made for us. Right. So what are some of the common myths about being a black woman in the outdoors? And can you (laughs) dispel those myths for us, please? Absolutely. It's so funny because I think about these things. One, I am a skydiver. I love it. First things first, the perception of what it means to be outdoorsy, right? When I came to choosing a name for this community, I went back and forth about using the term outdoorsy, but I said, you know what? I'm going to go for it because we are outdoor people. I tell people all the time, when we have cookouts, where are our cookouts? They are outside. We like, we spend time outdoors. We, that's what we do. We just don't, we do it in our own way. So I think the biggest thing is recognizing that we experience the outdoors in our own way. And it's not going to look like what everybody else is doing. And that's okay. We never do anything like anybody else. That's why everybody copies us. Just, Come on, you know, just, just, Come you know, on. just, just throwing <laughs> it out there. But I mean, there are so many activities. We have black women divers. There's actually a group of divers, black men, men and women that specifically they are on a mission to dive for slave ships that were out there. And they, they go and I'm sure y'all have heard of them. Mm-hmm. Black people are doing these things. You know, we have beekeepers, we have horseback riders, we have campers and RVers and van lifers. That's always a big one because I know when most people go look up van life on YouTube and Instagram, you don't see black faces all the time, but we're out there doing it. And that lack of representation, I think is what keeps a lot of us from doing these things. And that's why. Communities like outdoorsy Black women are important. And I 
always ask our members when we go on hikes, like, are you good with us putting pictures out? A lot of that is just to make sure the visibility is there so that if we can see ourselves hiking and skydiving and, you know, kayaking, that we'll be more inclined to try it. I love that. Like, just like we often hear, like, representation matters, right? If you see someone doing it, then you know that it's possible for you. I would love to know, because I will say, my grandfather, when I was younger, we would go to Yosemite, and he would get an RV, and he loved to take road trips. So I feel like you're, like, I admire you so much, and I think I'm living (laughs) vicariously through you, because I was like, this is just so dope. So I want to know, what is the process like to get an RV? And is there Mm -hmm. something about RV life that someone wouldn't know if they haven't lived that life? Like okay. Give us all the all Ooh, the this, the process with buying an RV. It's interesting because, like I said, it's a recreational vehicle, so you're getting a separate type of loan. It's not like an auto loan or or a house loan. It's an RV loan, and sometimes credit score can be it's it's a little bit more stringent. So I, I would say. If you're looking to do that, you want to make sure your credit's in order. But also some people go the route of just paying full cash if they got it like that. And I'm not mad at them. But I do think that it's not as easy as buying a car. So you want to go into that process knowing that. And I try to tell people that because, again, I think a lot of these things are in place to make it harder for us to be out there if we're being real. Do your research, make sure no matter what, if you're buying a new RV or an old RV, you get it inspected, especially now, because with supply chain issues, I think that things aren't being as sol- being built as solid as they should be, if I'm being honest. So always get it inspected when you go. If you're Whether you're, you're going to be an RVer as a weekend warrior, someone who does it part-time, or you're doing it full-time, Consider your lifestyle and the way that you want to use your RV. Make sure you go to RV shows or dealerships so that you're well aware of the different layouts and what's going to work for you. That's my advice for the buying process. In terms of things that RVers may not know or people who are looking to get into RVing. So this is always a funny thing. Research the different types of bathrooms. And I would say this. I have a black tank on my RV. uh, So it's gray tank fresh water tanks. So fresh water is where my drinking water comes from. Gray water is where when you're washing dishes or taking a shower, it all goes into the gray tank. Black tank is your sewage and waste. So I laugh about that because I was terrified and nervous about that process before I got into my RV. And now that I do it, it's not that bad. I really want people to know it's not that bad. I think a lot of people are afraid of that particular style of RV because they think it's going to be this big ordeal. It's not hard. So I think that's one thing I could say that most people don't know. That's good to know. Thank you for sharing. That is good to know. <laughs> oh, I would I would say another thing. Just because since I live in my RV, I'm kind of bougie with my RV lifestyle. I'm not going to lie. And I say that because I have a queen size bed in my RV, Come two on burner now. stove, residential yes. refrigerator. I even bought myself a little washer and dryer so I could do my my laundry in the camper. Okay, I love and I, it. I have my internet and I watch TV. So, to be quite honest with you, I feel like I don't really miss that much from my old apartment <laughs> because I have all of my luxuries there. But now I get to do it when I'm in the outdoors. That's amazing. And just pick up and go as you please. I love that. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Yes. Okay. I appreciate that insight. 
because so I am one of those people that I am not a fan of having to use the bathroom outdoors <laughs> and part of, so I'm going to just speak for the people who are hesitant right now, right? No, who, the the people who are listening to you and saying, oh, I don't know. I don't know if this is for me. I don't know if this is right. for me. So for those of us, and I say us because it's myself included, right. who are hesitant because this is so, it feels mm-hmm. different than how we live our day to day. Right. What would be a good way to start getting better acquainted? Because like you mentioned before, we Mm -hmm. step outside and we're outdoors every day. Right. What are some things that we can do to get ourselves better acquainted with being outdoors? Oh, okay. So, you know what? I, so now we have, chapters that we're building in outdoorsy black women and at this point we have a chapter in georgia alabama florida north carolina and colorado the goal is to have thank you the goal is to have ambassadors in every state so each state we start them out with monthly hikes and one of the reason why i chose to do monthly hikes as as like a just something easy that everybody can do is because Again, we talk about affordability, accessibility, and ease of just having that thing to get you into the outdoors. And that's really what this is about, is giving us the options, allowing us to build community. Because again, if we do it once a month, I want the sisters in the community to speak to each other and want to meet up and try other things together. So that's why we don't try to give like full calendars. But I would say going on a hike somewhere. If you use All Trails is a really good app. It'll give you the ease and the levels for each hike that you go to so you can find an easy hike in your city. And again, hiking doesn't have to be in the woods. You can find hikes within the city that are paved. So find what works for you. You could go on the beach. Keep in mind, walking the beach is just another way of being outdoors. There's, you know, there's so many different terrains and different ways to experience the outdoors. Go to a botanical garden near you or go to some gardens near you. We have on our our directory, Black-owned farms. Visit a Black-owned farm. There are some farms that will let you help out if you want to. And some will let you, you know, visit the animals. Some will let you pick different vegetables and things like that. So I think it's just finding what type of outdoor activity and what type of outdoor elements work for you. Cause I love the beach. I love anywhere where there's water. So if there's a waterfall, a river, a creek and some ocean, you're probably going to find me there. But I also love doing like a cabin trip or RVing and glamping, tent camping. So I say it's just about getting to know yourself. There is a quiz on there for any outdoorsy Black women or women who are trying to figure out what way they can experience the outdoors. We have a quiz on the site, which is what type of outdoorsy Black woman are you? So you can take the quiz and it could kind of give you, point you in the right, right direction for you know, maybe giving you an insight to what you might start with. Another thing with RV lifestyle or even van life lifestyle, you could consider renting an RV first 
before deciding to buy. Because I think that helps. And then you'll, you'll know whether or not, you know what, this was cool, a good experience for me to try. Or maybe I didn't like this this layout and I could buy something else that works for me. So those are some options. Girl, I'm over here looking up all trails <laughs> as you're talking and renting RVs. I'm you got me excited. I'm like, we got to plan a family road trip now. Where That's we, what I'm where talking we about. This. this is I love it. Now, can you talk about the most transformative experience that you've had or witnessed since starting your journey? So whether it's like you being out on the beach Ooh. or in the woods, whatever it might be, what does that transformative experience look like? I've had a couple. I think my first time skydiving was really transformative because it felt like flying. And I was nervous. I have a video of it, and there's a video on that show. I did the video on purpose because, again, yeah. representation yeah. and showing people that you can do it. I was not nervous. I had a ball. I was still in the in the air saying, "I want to do it again." So <laughs> now, like, I would like to try to skydive in different states that I go to, and eventually different countries. So I think that was a really freeing experience for me. Another one was when we did wine and waterfalls for outdoorsy black women. Uh, honestly, just by night, by like the last day, there were a lot of women that were crying and we were all crying. Like I was boohoo crying, they were crying. And I think a lot of us just felt one at peace being able to experience the outdoors with our sisters and having this like freeing experience we went to we did glamping and tent camping and some people stayed in the in the lodge and we did like vineyard tours we did a paint and set and you know honestly it was just a really enriching weekend another way to show that you can spend the outdoors in a way that's comfortable for other people we had some women who said that they would never ever go camping cuz one lady came with her girlfriend in their RV. And she's like, I'm, I'm not a tent camper. By the end of the weekend, she plans to go buy her own tent set up. So yeah, we changed, we changed some lives that, that weekend. It was really, it was a blessing to see. Wow. Go ahead. <laughs> Y'all need to bring this to California. That sounds that actually so, sounds like something I yes. would totally be down let, to do. Let me give you a little a little a little, yes. ex- little snip and an okay. exclusive. We are hoping to bring wine and waterfalls to next to California next year. We're hoping to do it in in a couple more locations. Georgia is going to be like our flagship location, but the goal is to bring it to different areas because one. We want each one in Waterfall experience to be different. And there's so many different, you know, types of outdoor experiences that you can experience all over the country. So Cali's not a bad place to be. Keep us posted. We love to organize. I, listen, I will, I will let y'all know. <laughs> like as soon as we have details, we will definitely let you know. So it's it's on the list for sure. And then, you know, I gotta say. For first, we had a lot of first-time campers at the first Wine and Waterfalls. And it was, again, really exciting to see because these women were saying, you know what, we know this is a safe place for us to do this. We've wanted to go camping, but we just didn't know where we could experience this in a way that I felt comfortable and like, you know, I wouldn't be judged and I can learn things. So that was a really cool thing to see too. I love it. I love it. And so before we shift up the energy a little bit, <laughs> what is 
one final thing that you would definitely want any black woman who is considering, okay, I need to spend more time outdoors. What's the one thing that you want them to know about what to expect in their outdoor experience? I think one thing to acknowledge is that we are a part of nature. So if you allow nature to transform you and you don't fight with nature and you find your place in nature and you just kind of let it envelop you, then not only will it be transformative, it can be healing. Oh, that was a quote of the day right there. I <laughs> love that. Thank you. You're welcome. Amen I'll say that. that because I honestly, for me, I think that was like in our society, right? We're told that bugs and we're told that like, we call it dirt. So we call it dirty, but mud and, and things like that aren't actually dirty. Our food comes from that. If you think about it, like that's where food is grown. So it's not necessarily dirt or dirty. It's just a part of the earth, just like we are. So I think that's that's kind of a thing. And people always ask me about bugs. I never see bugs in my camper. I'll tell you the what I saw the most as far as bugs. I had a moment where ladybugs would just come into my camper all the time. I mean, like literally at one time I left and there was like a hundred of them in there. So I got jars and I was moving them outside. But again, when you allow yourself to become part of nature and you respect where nature is and nature respects you, you get to coexist and you recognize that everything is just going to stay in its lane as long as you stay in your lane. <laughs> so, See, that's powerful. See, some people don't realize that and they want to We'll, we'll jump Kill things. Right. I was like, we'll jump into that another time. Wanna, they want to take over and conquer all the things. Right, right, we'll, right. We'll, we'll, we'll shift up the energy right now. We'll, we'll, talk, about later, yeah. we'll talk about it later. Okay. <laughs> and basically what we want to do is we want to shift up the energy because we recognize, appreciate, and celebrate the multifaceted woman. And we believe that it's okay to be bougie, classy, yes. and ratchet. Okay. You can still be elegant and dance to strip club music if you so choose. So, Toyin, we uh, want to yeah. invite you. Come on, come on. I mean, I'm from Atlanta, so oh, come on. in Atlanta, going to you strip ready. club is like going to brunch. Come on, get them wings, girl. Come on now. Oh yes, let's do well, it. I'm ready. I was gonna say I, was, I didn't even have to ask. You. I was gonna say we want to ask you, are you ready for OU Black shit? But it sounds like you're ready, so we're just gonna jump on in. So, Toyin, we have three questions for you. We have three sentence completions, and then. We have three photos pulled up on the big screen of you, and okay. we're going to have you choose a number between one and three, and we'll show that photo, and you give us more context about the photo that we show you. Okay. So we're going to jump on in, and the first question is, what's the best piece of advice or wisdom you've ever received? Always marry a man that loves you more than him, than you love him. <laughs> that's that old school that, grandma that's that advice. Way mm-hmm. When you're young, you don't know any better. I was like, why would you say that? As in my age now, oh, I understand. So yeah, yes. that's the best advice. <laughs> okay. Well, I have four words for you. I think I know the answer, but I'm going to put it out here anyway. Twerk or two-step? Twerking trails. So twerk. <laughs> hey, come on now. Wait, hey. is that a program you have? Twerking yeah, trails? Yeah, we have twerking uh, trails coming in, in Atlanta in on July 30th. So we have that? an actual twerk fitness instructor coming out. 
to teach the lady some twerk moves and then we're going to do like a light trail hike afterwards. Yeah. I just love that. Okay, come on now, Brandon. Right? Because why not? I love it. (laughs) Now, twin, third question for you. What's the sexiest item you own? Y'all might be trying to have me put my business on the street. (laughs) (laughs) No judgment, girl. Okay, I'm trying to Okay, so (laughs) I have a what is it called? A Luna. Is it a Luna? Can I Google this or wait for you to just tell us? It's I'm, a, I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, okay. It's a vibrator that you compare with another toy for your partner. Oh, that's so cool. So for long distance relationships. I was gonna say, can you do that for long distance? Yeah, yeah you, they can control it by an app or if both of you are using it, it works simultaneously together. Right now. I'm is. just saying, sometimes you got to make it work. You got to make, make it work. do what it do. Yes. My neighbor see a Luna package come through here. It's going to oh, be because of it you is twins. It so is. I'm, I'm looking I'm it up. Not, got I'm it queued up. All right now. All right. <laughs> so now we're going to move on to, to the sentence completions. So the first sentence completion. One question or topic I wish people asked me about more often is... My face. Yeah. I love it. All right. Well, the next sentence completion is what I would love to tell people about my faith is. Oh, it's like, Lord, <laughs> I already know. I believe in balance in all of my life in general. So just as much as I love the Lord and I have a great relationship with God, I am a person who believes in crystals and, and healing and Again, being one with nature, the more that I've been in nature, the more I recognize how much it really affects my body. But for me, I don't demonize those things. I grew up, you know, in church. I don't demonize them. I just think that like it would be so limiting to limit God's power if you don't recognize that God designed this everything in a perfect design. So why not uh, recognize that God put these crystals here for us to heal and Again, like, I'll give you an example. I was looking at the moon the other day because I'm on a full moon cycle. So I just started looking at the moon and I I looked at the moon a little too long and I started cramping at that time. It was closer to the full moon coming up. So, and yeah, my my period started right around the full moon, which is what happens. So, yeah, I think that you can have that balance is is what I would say. Beautifully stated. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. And so, Toyin, the last sentence completion. What I love most about myself is... What I love most about myself is I'm not afraid to do anything. And I'm not... A, and, I, and I believe I can do anything that God has for me. Legit. So... Come on now, God confidence. I see you over there. Come on, God confidence. I, <laughs> I love do. it. There's, yes. not, there's nothing I've wanted to do in this life that God has had for me that hasn't happened. So, I mean, I just, it's, what's it like to be favored? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> we got God's favorite over here, y'all. Come on now. Come on now. That's so beautiful, though. It's, it's so freeing. And we're just so grateful for you and your energy. And so what we want to do right now, Twain, we want to show you one of these photos. So we're going to okay. need you to choose a number. I'm like, I don't even know where you got these photos I know, right? Girl, we was digging in. The, we was digging through the archives. Oh, yeah. In the, in so the, between, the archives. In the archives. Okay. So between one and three. 
Let's go with two. Let's go with two. All right. Let's see what two is. Oh, this is a this is a this, this is a, a fun really one. Cute one. This is a fun one. Let's see. All right, Toy. And so to give us some context about this particular photo. Also, let the folks know who are not watching on YouTube or Patreon. Let them know what the photo is. Describe it. And then we can talk about the photo. If you can see it. Can you see it? Okay, I did see it pop up on a one. I saw it pop up. Okay, oh, this picture <laughs> is so fun. Okay, so this picture is of me sitting in my desk in my old apartment and I was wearing an apron that I designed for my cookbook that I wrote. I know, right? The Pocket Sous Chef is a cookbook that I wrote. And yeah, the apron is made from Ghanaian material. So I made a lot of the aprons from that I wore, all of the aprons that I wore in the book, they were made from Ghanaian materials just to bring in my culture. So yeah, that's what this is from. Oh, I love this picture. It's one of my favorites. Such a good one. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Awesome, awesome. And I guess, I honestly, Toyn, I mean, this is pretty much... <laughs> This is pretty much it. This was amazing. It was so great to learn more about you. I think you've definitely you. inspired us to, now I think you would agree with this, but inspired us to like get outside more and yes. to just view being outdoors in a different way. Yes. And really just knowing that we we were the first, I mean, we was the ones doing this. You know what I mean? So right. just I'm going back time. to our roots, right? I yeah. feel like our, our, this generation, I feel like in this in this day and time, we're going back to our roots and going back to the things that our ancestors depended on. So just so grateful for the work that you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. I, I really appreciate being here and being able to talk about it. And I would say another thing is returning to our roots and hopefully returning back to like being dependent on community because mm. so many of the issues that we're facing right now is because our community is so spread out that we are having to handle more on our own than we should. So I think having a good, solid community is important. <laughs> Spot on. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Before, before we close out, Twain, do you want to lead folks to any any sites, yeah, your of course, pages? Of course. Yep, all that good stuff. Well, first things first, just know it's free to join Outdoorsy Black Women. I like to let people know that. So you can find us at outdoorsyblackwomen.com or you can download our app again for free for iOS or Android in the app stores. So check that out. Make sure you check out our events calendar. You can see any of the meetups, hikes, and events that we have coming up. Again, we got twerking trails coming up in Atlanta, July 30th, and it's going to be a good time. Awesome. All right, lady, you know what to yeah. do. Go support Toy and let her know that you heard her here. And yeah, we're so excited. We appreciate you. Hey, lady. It's Terry here from the Cultivating Her Space podcast. I'm hosting a free podcasting masterclass where I'm going to teach you how to create your impactful podcast and how you can generate multiple streams of income. You can visit podcastwithterry.com to register for free. I hope to see you there. Thanks for joining us today. Please note that our show may contain conversations about self-help, advice, self-empowerment, and mental health, but is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider. If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory, Psychology Today, or contact your insurance provider. 
If you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, visit our website at cultivatingherspace.com. And be sure to click the Patreon tab to get access to video content, bonuses, and our weekly after show. And before we meet again, repeat after me. What's meant for me will never miss me. I don't have to chase.